Hi everyone, and welcome to a mini-episode of Set Lusty Bruce, the podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and thank you so much for downloading this special bonus mini-episode. Set Lusting Bruce has been nominated for a Podcast People's Choice Awards, and these mini-episodes are my way of saying thank you for the support and also a reminder for you to go vote. Voting is going to take place from Sunday, May 29th to Sunday, June 12th. Each listener can vote once a day. Set Lusting Bruce is nominated under the music category, and I would appreciate if you would go to www.podcastawards.com. That's www.podcastawards.com every day for the next two weeks and vote for us. While you're there, check out the other categories and see if there are podcasts you want to support. One suggestion I have is under comedy to vote for Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Matt is a big Springsteen fan and has actually joined me on an episode coming up. So it'd be nice for everyone to give their show a little love as well. It is great to be nominated, but I would love to show the world the power of Bruce fandom and win this thing, my fellow Bruce Butts. Now here is your mini-episode. So this episode is recorded at House of Blues the day of the Dallas show. And uh, we were talking to several fans. And here's our conversation we have with Pete, who's the drummer on Thunder Road, a local Dallas band. So Pete's in a tribute band. The local tribute band that I've went and seen a couple of times. They do a really good job. Thank you. Now, <laughs> you guys don't particularly try to sound, I mean, you guys sound musically, but the voice, you kind of, you make it close, or do you try, I mean, it's not like you mimic him. No, no, because that's not what we're trying to do. Um, yeah. we, we try and, and obviously we try and, and, you know, capture the spirit of the music. But, you know, our singer, Rich, uh, People say he looks something. He looks a little. He like does Bruce. look a little like Bruce. Uh, but you know, it, it's it's hard because you, you don't want to force people to um, to sing or play out outside of what their comfort zone right. is. Right. Um, so uh, we, we 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 just I think part uh, part of it is that so many of us are classically trained musicians, yeah. and we can really truly say uh, we, we we always laugh because we'll have people come to us after a show and say, "You guys are great. You sounded great." We're like. Actually, no, we sounded like butt tonight. You know, it was, it was, yeah. we had a bad night, the sound was bad, <laughs> everyone was tired, da, da, da. But thank you. Um, so um, when we, we can really appreciate the East Street stuff because yeah. they're all incredibly, yeah, incredibly talented musicians. Yeah. I don't think people realize that, how good they are. You know, um, you know, it was so cool to see them make the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right. you know, yeah. and to do that. And my son, his first show was Sunday, and um, he's 27. He's, you know, does a, likes country music. Brad Paisley loves Little Wayne and hip hop, and 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 so he's been just a casual Bruce fan because of my obsession. And he, we're driving home or the, after the concert, and he's going. He said. 
what's the drummer's name? Max. I said, right. he just doesn't stop. Yeah. Right. Mm. He You're said, right. he's amazing. He's, he's so consistent. Yeah. Like, he, like, like, the few, I mean, the few times I've seen him in concert, he's right, he's on it. He's yeah. intense. Well, consistent. And then, what Chris Fox. was laughing is, and he looks like an accountant <laughs> back there. Actually, he is an attorney. Yeah. He studied law. And yeah. then, um, that's amazing. And so he's like, and, Who's the saxophone player? I said that's Jake. I said that's that's Clarence's nephew. Yeah. What's He's, so sad though is he missed seeing Clarence. Right. Yes, that's he did, and he was. But Chris was like, I, I think he may have impressed me the most. He just brung it, and the other thing he laughed about, and I didn't think about this till he brought it. Kind of, he said, you know, I've gone to a lot of shows. He says, and there's stories, and there's tuning up between the songs. He said, you better strap on if you're in that band, because he's going. Right. If you're not ready yeah. or not. Yeah. That's, what, that's what me and my friend were talking about. This, as he was announcing he was going on tour, was Bruce brings it. Like, he is three and a half hours of Energizer Bunny. There's, yeah. no, there's no stopping. And we no, were not no, worried stopped. about Jake. We were worried about Steve. We were worried about, yeah. we about the original people. Would they be able to keep up? Yeah. Because, you know. But they do. You know. I don't know how they do it, but well, they that, do it. That's what Chris was like. Okay, so he's 66, yes. <laughs> she goes, and a lot of the others, I said, yeah, Jake's the youngest. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and he decided Susie was hot. I said, yes, she is. <laughs> Patty wasn't there in Oklahoma City. I don't know if she'll be here tonight or not. Um, but... And he just, and he said, and he made a, co a joke for you football fans. He, uh, he said that Dallas needs to hire the guy that catches Bruce's guitars <laughs> because he never drops. He said, he said, I don't know what a good guitar costs. He said, but Bruce just throws that out there. There's actually, between him and the guitar tech, there's actually a running gag. Bruce will actually try and make him drop it. Really? Yeah. And, 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 and he doesn't miss very often, but he'll start hollering, Boss, you can't throw it that hard. Yeah. Wow. You know. That's funny. Yeah. His guitars are actually, they're nothing special. Um, uh, Mark, our guitarist, has told me that uh, he, buy, he uses, he doesn't have a favorite, he uses whatever. Uh, they're off the rack for the most part, but because of the amount of sweat, Bruce puts out during yeah. the show. He'll actually disassemble the guitar and take okay. uh, RTV, you know, silicone, sil and seal the guts of the guitar, and then, and they'll start dunking in a tank of water. Oh, if it still plays, it's good. Uh, yeah. Now, how long has he been playing the the one that is so the yellow? Yeah. His 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 Telecaster. It looks like he has played. He still got the one from Born to Run, the one that's on the Born to Run album. Yeah. He doesn't play that one. Again, he, he doesn't. Some to look right, that way, right. He probably, doesn't. Uh, so. He doesn't. Bruce isn't a big guitar guy. He's not uh, one of those people that that collects guitars right, yeah. per se. Uh, he doesn't have a favorite. Um, he just needs them to stand up to the abuse. Right. You know. But he plays it so well. So how long have you been doing the tribute band? About five years now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How many musicians are y'all? We do seven. We 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 made the decision that we were going to. Do the original lineup. We, so we've got, uh, you know, we've got uh, the guy that does Bruce Rich, Mark who does Stevie's part, uh, Bob who does uh, uh, Gary's part. I play the drums. I do Max's part. My brother plays sax. He does Clarence. And then we've got uh, Ron who does uh, Roy's part on the piano. 
and Bob Chamberlain, who does like Danny and whoever, uh, you know, whoever else it may be. So yeah, so we feel that the the, the seven is probably the, you know, it, it it it's tough because we play some places where the stage is really tiny. Right. But we really think you've got to have that full complement of instruments to to, to create the recreate the music faithfully. Well, Pete was just telling me before you guys came up that originally they only had um, a piano player and it didn't sound right didn't without sound right. the organ. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, said we, we, said we, gotta, we gotta get a keyboard. But I have to say, I have to say, Roy Bittman is a beast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, he is. I love this. Sure. Yeah. He is a beast, but yeah, the organ, the organ complements it so well. It does. It complements it so well. I mean, you know, next to the saxophone, that's part of that signature sound. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So and many of the introductions have big piano parts, and then you have the big saxophone parts, and it's all awesome. It's all One of the uh, other podcasts I'm a big fan of is Bruce Springsteen sings the alphabet. It's two guys, and I'm hoping they come here, but what Rob and JB are doing is they got a list of Bruce's songs in alphabetical order, and they're going in alphabetical order every song. And so they're just... they're just Yes, and they said... And they said... Um, when Bruce sends out another album, they'll have to... Resort and go. Okay, we're gonna go back and you know. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, Bruce, can you make sure all the songs start with M so we don't have to? <laughs> yes. Just put it in the spreadsheet and sort it. Yeah. So, um, but he was laughing about JB said, you end up hearing a song, you go, God, that was a great solo, and then you realize afterwards it wasn't a guitar solo, it was a sax solo. Right. The way he uses that, you know, instrument, yeah. and you're. So your brother is the... Yeah, he's the sax player. He player. sounds really good. Oh, well, thanks, I'll tell him you said that. Yeah, I, I just love you guys. It you guys should come out You should come out to rehearsal one night. Yeah, we we're gonna, we got to make that happen. Yeah. I want to have them on the show because it, it would be a lot of fun. Since, since you do the tribute band thing, what do you think of ones like, uh, the, you know, I've seen on the internet, and actually we've seen one of them live at uh, Bruce in the USA. Bruce, yeah, they're actual, they're a national act. Yeah. Something like that. We saw them at the House of Blues in right. Houston, and mm-hmm. they were great fun. Right. You know, uh, you can tell that this is what he's trying to do. Right, right. You know, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's imitation completely. Yeah. Um, we, we, we don't go so much for the imitation. Right. We do just recreating the right. songs, and, right. and we, it's, to us, it's all, we're all musicians, and to us, it's, it's just about the music, plain right. and simple, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, even some songs, people think that's not a hit it's not a great song and we will stand there and disagree with you because we tell you it's it's an incredibly number one it's a difficult song to play number two it's so intricate and there's so much going on there that uh what song is that you're talking about well like there's a bunch of them oh, like, like, yeah, yeah i was yeah, gonna yeah, ask yeah. you what are a couple that are tough for you guys well it um, took you a while to crack well rosalita just because it's such a long song yeah, yeah. uh jungle great land song. took us a little while just yeah. because there's so many the movements sex. to it right yeah well, something like that. We've had requests for that, but we're like, here's the problem with learning something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it only appeals to a handful yes. of people. Yeah. Oh, so that's a go-to. I, I know, I know. But the majority of the people that come to our shows yeah. are casual fans. Right. And they want to hear Born in the USA. We can't stand playing Born in the USA. We're yeah. tired of it. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. 
they, they want to hear uh, Born to Run, which nothing wrong with that song. Yeah. But they want to hear Dancing in the Dark. Right. Yeah. They want to hear you're like, okay, they want glory days. Like, they would be happy right. with Born in the USA directly. Right. Just exactly. You did Anything off Born in the USA, you yeah. play Work on the Highway, they're, they're happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you turn around and, and you play something like Racing in the Streets, and everyone yeah. heads to the bar. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, you know, now occasionally we get some real hardcore fans like Jesse show up, yeah. and they'll start requesting things like the the ghost of Tom Joad, oh, no. or you know, yeah. <laughs> something like yeah. that, or incident on Fifty Seventh Street. And you're like, yeah. that's smart. Yeah, yeah, we love that song. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were laughing because um, I forgot you guys said something that was a deep cut at the last show I went to, and I don't remember what it was, but it was. You know, it's pretty standard in the E Street show. I don't think it was Fifth Avenue Freeze Out, but it was something like that that you would not think of as a deep cut. But for the casual fan, I'm sure it was. Oh, yeah. Well, like we played Night the night you were there. Yeah. Rock 101. And and most people are like, what the hell is that? And you're like, well, that's off Born to Run, you know. And uh, uh, But you play that at, at a casual show? People yeah. got no clue. They got their, no. Now, you said in June you guys are going to do Darkness? Yeah, we're going to, at the Barley House in, in June, we've made the decision. Uh, about a year ago, we played there, and there's a, a, a guy by the name of Alan Levy, who's a huge Springsteen fan. He's, he's, he's seen him since, since day one. Um, uh, for his birthday, we did something special, and we performed the Born to Run album from beginning to end in order. Okay. Um, so we made the decision this time, let's go ahead and, and, and try and get uh, Darkness on the Edge of Town working. Nice. So I think that's what we're going to, if you want to come out in June, I think that's what we're going to try and pull Yeah, out. I think we'll try to make that happen, and if I can work out, like maybe, and it would be cool if I could find time with you guys to talk about why you're doing that, and then afterwards kind of talk how it goes. That's that's going to be cool. And with that, i got to go. It's 440. Yes, thank you, my All friend. Right. Appreciate we'll you. See you guys later. later. Enjoy yeah, the show. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Elbows on the stage. That's all right. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? I'll see you tomorrow with another special episode. And remember, vote early and vote often. Set Lusting Bruce on your ballots. Do it for Bruce and the E Street Band. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 